Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Lou Takiti is one of my favourite stories in racing. He's got a huge team of horses in today. Good morning to you, Lou. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us, mate. No, that's fine. Thank you. All right. How many horses are you training and taking to Tauranga today? Um, well, I've only been training for a year. Um, yeah, but horses, I've had horses around me, of course. And uh, prior to me taking out a trainer's license, um, I was always shipping horses over to the Waikato, you know, to the uh, public trainers over there. Yeah. Okay, so how, but, many, um, how, how many starters today, Lou? How many are you taking to the races? Uh, five. Um, I've got two nominated in race four and then one in race five, race six, and race eight. Okay, Lou, you own these horses yourself, and it's a fascinating story. You've always loved racing, but um, you had a lotto win a few years ago now, and that gave you the chance, the financial freedom to to chase your racing dreams. Tell us about that. Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, I suppose it just uh, gave me the independence to be able to do those things. We'd been breeding for probably the best part of 30 years or more, but we only had one brood me at a time. And nothing fashionable. It was always hard to sort of go to the better commercial stallions at that time. But we just put it on because we just wanted to have an interest. Um, and I've probably over the years had a small percentage shares in different, in different horses. Um, yeah, so... I suppose the win, while I don't like to dwell on it, it's, um, it has helped me to perhaps buy in stock. But that doesn't guarantee success, of course. Um, I, I think I had about a dozen brood mares at one time, and I thought I could breed, you know, breed a whole heap of uh, champions, but it doesn't work out like that. And, and of course, the, the reality was the market didn't want to buy what I'd bred. So I ended up coming back from the blooming sales a couple of years with with uh, probably three quarters of my stock that I'd limited. So, and I suppose the consequence of that is those are the horses that I'm now currently training. So they are showing form, yeah. Well, Lou, there's two different things. There's the commercial market and there's horses who can run, and sometimes they are totally different things. Just going back to it, Lou, yep. because it's a very unusual opportunity to talk to somebody who's had a lotto win on live radio. I don't mean to be crass by asking this, but I'm sure it's part of public record anyway. Um, how much money did you win? Big pardon? How much money did you win? Yeah, I, I don't really like talking about it, but yeah, I, I had, uh, yeah, I had double, double figures. Okay. Uh, well, let's, yeah. let's leave that part there. Here's the more important question. Yeah. What happens to you? Explain to me the first 10 minutes or hour of your life after you've realised you've had a major lotto win? The money's your responsibility. We're not going to bother you about the money, but what's the emotion like? What happens in your head at those moments? Well, I suppose, uh, you know, it seems, yeah, it seems unbelievable, really, and it, it really took probably 
um, two or three days to, to really hit home. Of course, I remember the experience quite well. Um, and uh, talking to a lot of people, they were doing their you know, due diligence in terms of IDing me and things like that. And, and of course, I'd pose the question, well, what did I win? I, I naturally thought I, I thought I must have got a decent price, you know, probably 10000 something like that, cause otherwise they wouldn't contact you directly. But, yeah, the anxiety, I suppose, just waiting. I had to wait right through the weekend till Monday morning. And then they, all they say is, well, you've won a, you've won a, a major prize. Um, they kept saying that, but Monday morning they actually told me what it was, and how that made me sit down quickly. Well, yeah. Lou, congratulations on that. And it's great to see that money going back into horse racing. Why horse racing? What do you like about it? Do you like the horses? Do you like the excitement? Why do you put your money into that? Yeah, um, of course, I, you know, I divested, of course, and took shares, things like that, and property. But they didn't give us, I suppose, uh, you know, that that instant gratification, really. And, and not only that, but because we were, you know, struggling for probably 30-odd years trying to breed something that might make it to the track, uh, we had an opportunity, and and... After making sure that the family was, you know, cared for, things like that, we said, well, okay, we can do this now. So it's something we've always wanted to do. And look, funnily enough, I'll repeat this this story. Um, you know, me and my wife at the time, we've celebrated our 50th anniversary. I think we're 55 years married now. Congratulations. Um, but having having said that, there was only two things along those 50 years, only two things that we ever agreed on. Because we'd fight and argue like you know anybody else, I suppose, <laughs> um, through those fifty years. But two things we agreed on, and one was children, our kids, and the other thing was horses. Because we're, we're like chalk and cheese, really. But where we actually came together was with horses. She loved the pedigree side of horse, and of course, I just like the thrill, you know, of, of trying to race and get a winner. So that's where our interests actually came together. Um, and that's why we went to the horses. You know, we thought, okay, we can do this now. Let's, yeah. But, but there's been a lot of learnings on, along the way for me, you know. Um, so, so, Lou, tell me, tell me why you decided to train your own horses. I mean, after a significant lotto win, I'm sure you can get anybody in the country to train your own horses for you. So why do you want to do them yourself? Yeah. No, it's it's a bucket list thing for me. Well, it became more apparent, I suppose, after the first two, three years, you know, farming my horses out. I had horses over there, Chris Waller over in Aussie, as well as a number of, um, you know, uh, interest shares with Tiako, for example. Um, and then I had private trainers like Graham Richardson and, and Roger, of course, and, and I respect those those people very, very much, of course. But there became a but. You know, me and my wife would never see the darn horses unless we went to the races. That's the only time we'd see them. And to me, I, I wanted a hands-on. I wanted to participate. And that's really why I took out a trainer's license, um, even with my limited sort of experience. But um, one thing I'm grateful for, I've been fortunate with staff, you know, uh, 
I know it's a challenge for the industry, and it certainly is for us trainers in Tauranga. We don't have a lot of, you know, um, track rides and things like that, so we've got to be grateful for what we've got and make the most of it. So I have been fortunate uh, to, to get staff, um, um, and this is the thing that really led to my success, really. I couldn't have done it without them. Not only that, it's the shared experience, and, you know, I'm, I'm only the name name in the book and, and the truck driver I'm the designated truck driver because I'm the only wow. one out of five of us that's got a bloody HT license so I had to blim and go when the horses go to the track every blinking day well I know um, that uh, I know you're going today and I know you're going to be busy so we're not going to keep yeah. you too long because you've got business to take care of but let's talk about some of I these agree. horses because you've got some nice horses around you and it must be very satisfying to be a self-taught trainer and end up having horses who can win races, Lou. So tell us about your best chance on the home track today. What's Lou's best chance of getting another winner? I I think uh, Electric Time, she's really in the zone, but of course she's gone up a rating band into rating 75, so that's going to be a challenge. I know the top weight's there, and he's got an impressive record. But she's in the zone, personally, uh, I think she's a versatile horse because she won at Cambridge on synthetic, but I was hoping for a bloody heavy teen track because, you know, she would have excelled in it. But she's still going well, and I, I, I think she's going to be, a, you know, a, a good chance to be in the money anyway. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, but it doesn't, it doesn't end there. You know, I've got other horses in there that's probably, I like their prospects, and they're, and, and they're they're paying good money on the on the tote. Uh, I don't think the tote's really doing us justice, but that's good. I'll, I'll take the odds. Lou, many people joke in this country about one day if I won lotto, I would retire. That seems to be the, the catchphrase, the, uh, the dream situation for many people. You've had that experience. Talk to me about that experience versus winning a race because a lot of people I've dealt with who are major sports people or captains of industry say there's no thrill like winning a race. I would suggest there's just about no thrill outside having a child like winning lotto. But what's it like for you winning a race? Because for you, oh, the money doesn't really matter, does tremendous. it? Tremendous. Yeah, tremendous feeling. You know, uh, I've got to confess, I went a bit weak in the knees, really, because you don't expect it to happen. Yeah, You're hopeful. You're always hopeful, but you don't expect it. And, and how, you know, I, I just save the... the, the you know, the wins that I'm getting, but the first one, of course. But all of them, all of them have really, really meant so much to me, you know, and, of course, our Bloomin' Lounge is now full of these Bloomin' photos and things like that. And even the horses that I haven't personally trained, you know, Rogie's trained a, a few winners for me, so we're full up with photos. and Yeah, um, but, uh, you know, the thrill of it, it, it's, I think that's the thing we always look for. But my bucket list was to train a winner. I've achieved that. And what's left on my bucket list, then I might even give it away again and go back to being retired. Because I've never worked so bloody long and so hard as what I have now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a seven-day-a-week job, and I'm on, I'm on the tool six of those days. You know, um, So I'm meant to be retired and resting well. Well, Lou, I don't think so. If you could win any race in New Zealand, I'm not going to talk about Melbourne Cups and Kentucky Derbies because they're a bit of a stretch, but if you could win any race in New Zealand as a trainer, what race would you like to win? 
Well, I'm not aiming that high, but I'll settle for a stakes race right now. That would complete my bucket list. Um, I've got a young three-year-old that I'm hoping might be good enough to take down to to uh, Rickerton, you know, for the uh, thousand uh, guineas or uh, the two thousand guineas. I mean, so yeah, I suppose those are the dreams. Those are the dreams. What, what's his and name, my, Luke? My horses are quite young, but I've got a couple of three-year-olds. They'll stay all day, but they need another couple of years to develop it. But I think they'll be two-mile horses. But for now, I'll just settle for a stakes race. Lou, what, what, what's your Giddy's horse's name? What's his name? Um, Tahiti Nui. Tahiki Nui? Yeah, embellish yours. Beautiful, mate. Um, look, it's been a fascinating chat today, mate. Uh, congratulations on getting some stuff from your bucket list done. Plenty of people don't get the opportunity, Lou, and, and you seem to be really enjoying it, even though your idea of retirement probably isn't everybody's idea of retirement. <laughs> yeah. Mate, um, yeah. ju- jump on the truck. Uh, I know it's only a short trip, but drive safe and make good luck today, and thank you for taking the time to talk to us here on SCNZ. Thanks very much, Mike.